It's a big night for GOP presidential candidates. What's ahead for tonight's debate without the front runner? And triple digit heat returned today, but a few showers and storms do as well soon in your first morning forecast. Plus, it's already pretty difficult to stand out on your college application, even more so with the end of affirmative action. How the application landscape is changing and what you can do to shine. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Daniel Marine. And I'm Jennifer Sanders. It's off to the races tonight in Milwaukee as the first presidential debate gets underway. While eight candidates should be the center of attention, former President Donald Trump is looking to steal the party's focus. As NBC's Alice Barr explains, he is skipping the debate just a day before surrendering to authorities in Georgia. A showdown today in Milwaukee, where eight Republican presidential hopefuls are set to square off, looking for a breakout moment. Entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy will be center stage alongside Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. You've aligned yourself in a lot of ways with former President Trump, but how does that leave you a lane for yourself as you're running? Well, look, I, I'm aligning myself with the America First agenda. And I want to take that to the next level. North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum hoping to make the debate stage after a leg injury during pickup basketball landed him in the emergency room overnight. Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson putting his outspoken criticism of former President Trump to the test, despite poll numbers showing it's turning many voters off. You're going down that path, but do you think it's working for you or against you? I think it's important to the voters uh, that we take it head on and say, this is the truth. Donald Trump can't lead us to victory. The former president and frontrunner choosing to skip the debate, releasing a competing taped interview with Tucker Carlson, a senior campaign advisor defending the move. If you're ahead by 50, in some cases even 60 points, you don't need to go and debate someone who's at a half of a percentage point. Mr. Trump instead preparing to turn himself in in Georgia, where he and 18 co-defendants, including former Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani, who surrendered today, are accused of trying to illegally overturn the 2020 election. While the former president fights the charges he fiercely denies, his rivals fighting for the spotlight in the first Republican primary debate. In Milwaukee, Alice Barr, NBC News. And for some context, a new NBC News, Des Moines Register and Mediacom poll measured seven different issues among Iowa Republicans. And here's one to consider ahead of tonight's debate. More than half of likely GOP caucus goers in Iowa, 54%, say they are less likely to vote for candidates who aggressively criticize former President Trump over the multiple criminal charges he is facing. As August continues, so does the heat. Today's temperature is expected to be up to 20 degrees above average in some areas. Now, Chicago, Minneapolis, and other cities are under excessive heat warnings. In Kansas City, six people were hospitalized when a nursing home's HVAC system failed, and a district in Ohio canceled classes for some students because the main building lacks air conditioning. Here, though, in Central Texas, yesterday the rain came down, and take a look at this time lapse of the rain in Hutto. It brought some cloud cover, some cooler temps, and definitely some joy to our lives. <laughs> Most definitely. Wish we could repeat it today. Yes. We're looking back 24 hours later. It must have meant it was a mm -hmm. pretty good thing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, unfortunately, it did not make any difference in our drought conditions. Mm -hmm. The lake levels are still falling rapidly. And now, on the radar, we are watching the last of the rain showers associated with that tropical system, skirting just southwest of our viewing area from Kerrville to west of San Antonio. Some of these are just teasing us in western Gillespie County, but are not heading into this area. Temperatures are hotter, and after the rain in some areas yesterday, it's more humid. I know you've noticed
notice that 98 under partly cloudy skies in Granite Shoals, 99 in Austin. But you factor in the humidity and it feels like 101 in town and 106 is the heat index down in San Marcos. But starting tomorrow, daily chances of rain return for the next week. I'll show you when the wettest weather may come next. All right, David, thank you very much. After the Supreme Court's ruling ended affirmative action, high school seniors are having to recalibrate their strategies when it comes to college admissions. And experts say extracurriculars could be more important than ever, but as News Nation's Xavier Walton reports, it could be bad news for parents and their wallets. Universities and colleges do like to pull from all kinds of places, and they like to pull students from all kinds of scenarios. The price of doing business for parents working to get their kids into college is going up. According to LendingTree, an online marketplace, families spend more than 700 bucks per child a year on after-school activities. Now educators are saying those activities are more important than ever. Extracurriculars are a big piece, being involved in your school. For future college students, standardized test scores don't carry as much weight. And since the Supreme Court put an end to affirmative action in June, college admissions could be putting more of an emphasis on extracurricular activities. But with that, administrators say the socioeconomic divide between students who are wealthy and those that come from a low-income household may be getting wider. We want all students from all backgrounds to apply. We want you to come and be a part of our campus communities. I think with um, affirmative action being um, done away with by, you know, across the board, um, colleges and universities will look to places like Florida and Texas and California who haven't used it. Jody Glassman years. from Florida they International University is well aware of how the college landscape is changing. She says be strategic and selective about your extracurriculars, but that's not all. So most of us look at you holistically, not just from one nuance of your, you know, or one characteristic of you as a human being. We're looking across the board. Parents, school counselors say, consider setting aside extra money every month. If you're going the sports route, try to use secondhand equipment as a way to cut costs if you can. But when push comes to shove, look for quality over quantity. Be it the violin or running track. If you do one thing, do it really well and be all in with that one thing. And that's Xavier Walton reporting the admissions officers he spoke with say extracurricular activities aren't the only way to stand out. Schools also look at jobs, volunteer work, as well as family activities. Well, up next, our campaign context series continues. The Texas Democratic contender for U.S. Senate is taking aim at Senator Ted Cruz. What this has to do with former President Trump's legal woes in Georgia. And swapping out ankle monitors for tech that's a little more discreet, how one county will also save money while keeping tabs on defendants. back with another installment of Campaign Context, our ongoing series, giving you some clarity on some of the things you're hearing from political candidates as we inch toward Election Day. Democratic Dallas Congressman Colin Allred is challenging Republican U.S. Senator Ted Cruz. Now, recently, when former President Trump and 18 others were indicted in Georgia over election interference allegations, Allred posted to social media, quote, the indictments in Georgia remind us that our democracy is still at risk, and people like Donald Trump and Ted Cruz tried to overturn an election based on partisan interests. 
Now, Senator Cruz is not facing any kind of charges related to election interference, but giving you some context, the senator and other GOP lawmakers and candidates did call to delay the certification of the election results on January 6th, 2021. Cruz received widespread criticism when he delivered a speech objecting to certifying the 2020 electoral votes for the state of Arizona. Now, this was during the joint session of Congress that would devolve into chaos on the Capitol grounds. Our partners at The Hill also reported Cruz was recorded while on a phone call with another news outlet, quote, explaining how delaying the certification of President Biden's 2020 election victory would work. Now, Cruz maintained he was simply calling for an electoral commission with full investigatory and fact-finding authority to conduct an emergency audit of the election returns in disputed states. And the senator ultimately ended up attending President Joe Biden's inauguration. With this campaign context, I'm KXAN's Daniel Marie. Our aquifers are at historic lows, our rivers are drying up, so we've got to have some divine help from heaven. Well, yesterday's rain makes us want more, so much so people are hoping and praying for it. Literally, you see them doing that there, right there. Al Hayes County residents are now looking upwards to bring the rain down. And we did get 14 hundredths of an inch of welcome rainfall, not quite as much as we need yesterday at the Austin Airport. Dry weather today, though, and a high of 101. Austin Airport never broke their 100 degree stretch yesterday, which means today was an all time record 26th day in a row. Your first warning forecast with a chance of rain, though, coming up. We're entering another week of heat and another week of drought. And many areas of central Texas are under water restrictions. San Marcos is in stage four or five, and that limits automatic watering to every other week. Yesterday's rainfall wasn't enough to really make a dent in this drought. As KXN Sarah Alshay explains, it's leading people in San Marcos to do everything from group prayer to writing songs in hopes of bringing relief to Hayes County. Standing in front of the steps of the Hayes County Courthouse in San Marcos for seven mornings. These central Texans pray for rain. We got farmers, ranchers, uh, all kind of folks here that are just asking the Lord to send us rain. Pastor Jimmy Darnell says this is their third day asking for the heavens to open. Tuesday, their prayers were answered. While encouraging, Darnell says they hope for more, a lot more. We're praying for a drought-busting rain. By New Year's Eve, we'd like to have 40 inches of rain. From songs of prayer to a song paying tribute to the San Marcos River. A dream without wings, a silent spring. On Thursday, Central Texas singer and songwriter Wendy Colonna will release her song and music video titled Inspired. vision to create a celebratory scene around the river with people who live here and love these waters. Remembering why it's so important that we all do our part in like caring for these beautiful waters. This video she hopes will serve as a reminder to protect the aquifers. We all need to find our place in caring for it so that we can continue to enjoy it. So as clouds trickle in here and there, these water advocates continue working to bring more awareness and hope Hopefully more rain. Nice drizzle that will get our ground wet. Sarah Alshah, KXAN News.
And along with her song and a music video, Colonna says that she will work on public service announcements for water protection nonprofits. And Darnell says his group will continue praying for rain until Sunday. Well, don't forget KXAN is tracking the water restrictions in your area. Digital reporter Christopher Adams created a map and a database so you can easily find the rules in your city. We'll keep these updated as drought stages change. Just search watering restrictions on KXAN.com. And yeah, anything they can do to help. Right? <laughs> yes. yeah, hey, okay. they yeah. did that. Now we've got a daily rain chance for the next week. It might work. Maybe there's something to it. I know. Keep going. <laughs> We need more rain. We've got a dry evening out there right now under partly cloudy skies. A couple of these clouds are actually bubbling up because of the moisture in the ground after yesterday's rain. The sun hits it. It transpires all this humidity into the air, but that also helps bubble up a couple of non-rain producing clouds this evening, unfortunately. 99 right now on the Austonian weather cam. This, by the way, to this point, even with a 99 degree day yesterday, has been Austin's hottest summer to date on record at the airport as well. In terms of 100 degree days, today we got another one, 62 so far for the year. That puts us in sixth place in terms of the most 100 degree days we've seen. How about 105s? We have never before seen 36 days of extreme heat. Today was not one of them. We topped out at 101 in Austin, but just for a little perspective, we average three of those per year. We have had 36. Unbelievable. The muggy meter, as I mentioned, a little more uncomfortable today, isn't it? After recent rainfall and now with that southeast wind blowing back in we're back in the muggy or even oppressive category through the week and into the weekend bottom line it's going to be a little hotter and a lot sweatier because of the increase in the moisture in the air we have heat alerts that are getting elevated for many tomorrow from noon to 9 p.m. tomorrow heat advisories again for Austin but a more serious excessive heat warning for folks in Williamson County Bastrop County and every other county shaded in that hot pink color on the map we're watching what's left of the rain-producing Tropical Depression Herald, now enhancing some southwest rainfall from Albuquerque out toward Phoenix tonight. The massive Midwestern heat wave that we told you about at the top of the newscast, this is all rotating around it. This high-pressure system is largely what's keeping us hot and dry right now. But projecting it forward, even though it inches a little closer to us over the next couple of days, watch what happens because it's actually something that I think you'll like. The heat dome, instead of positioning itself right over us, later this week into the weekend, it skips right on by. And this weekend into much of next week, the high pressure sits far to our west and actually weakens and contracts a little bit. That's a big deal because it'll keep our temperatures a little bit more in check. And it'll also open up the door to this daily chance of rain and maybe even a little cool front sliding in in the next seven days. That cool front itself next Tuesday may spike rain chances just a bit, but even before it arrives, we've got a 20% chance of a few isolated late day showers and storms every day starting tomorrow, continuing through the weekend and beyond. Out in the tropics, we will not be getting any rain from this area anytime soon. The Gulf of Mexico now quiet now that Tropical Depression Herald is gone. We've got Tropical Storm Franklin over Haiti and the Dominican Republic moving northward toward Bermuda, potentially. A couple other areas that may develop, but none of these heading toward Texas. About a week from now, we're seeing some signs of maybe a little uptick in activity closer to home. So we'll keep you posted on that as soon as we have something a little more concrete. Tonight's forecast, mostly clear, light winds, low temperatures, pretty warm at 78. Tomorrow, it should be several degrees hotter than today, hence the heat warnings for some. Watch out for that 20% chance of late day rain. Good reason to keep your KXAN weather app on hand, even with record heat on Friday. Another 20% chance of a late day storm, and that may impact a couple of our weekend plans. Keep that KXAN weather app handy. It's got your interactive radar always available for you to check out. 
Next week, that is a little cool front by definition. Temperatures drop five or six degrees on Tuesday and Wednesday, but we may still remain in the triple digits in Austin. Oh, and remember, this Saturday, if you want to beat the heat with me, clear the shelters. I'll be out there at Austin Animal Center, the big pet adoption event that we look toward every year. KXAN is teaming up with local animal shelters to raise uh, with no adoption fees to get all these pets out of the shelters. I will be personally at Austin Animal Center this Saturday, so come on by, say hi, and more importantly, if you and the family are thinking of growing your family uh, with a furry friend, we've got a lot of those available for you. I'll see you this Saturday. Tonight on News Nation, American rap legend Ice Cube shares his thoughts on an infamous unresolved murder. I'm pretty sure, you know, we haven't heard the absolute whole truth when it comes to Tupac's death. Tonight on Cuomo. You've seen the controversy unfold surrounding New York Representative George Santos. The reality is, it's a witch hunt. Now, the embattled congressman has his say. Live tomorrow on Dan Abrams Live.